Father unleashes hell against pharmacists who gave his seven-year-old son to Jim Jones juice. Okay. Against his better judgment and wishes, the wife of a Canadian father recently brought their seven-year-old son to the local pharmacy to get the Jim Jones juice solution, which immediately triggered myocarditis in the child. After his son was admitted to the hospital for the condition, the angry father proceeded to call the pharmacist and unleash hell against her for permanently harming his child. The man started out calmly explaining what happened to the foreign-sounding pharmacist on the other line, to which she almost immediately admitted that parents are not being told about the potential side effects of giving the Jim Jones juice solution to their kids. Yeah, hi. Are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, um, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, a few days ago for a COVID jab, and he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, And I was obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? Okay. Um, sorry. Um, so it's quite a rare um, side effect as well. No, it's uh, not that. No, it's yeah. not because I've been doing research. It's common. In, in the U.S., there's tens of thousands of them reported to the CDC saying. So why are you not telling parents this? Um, uh, we might scare the parents and they don't want to get their child vaccinated. Yeah, so, so you don't want to scare the parents with something that is actually happening that's happened to my kid. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? You don't want to scare them. You need to give them the right information so they can make a proper decision. What is wrong with you? You don't want to scare them. I'm recording this conversation as well, and this is going to a lawyer next. Thank you for admitting that. So why don't you tell them? When when someone comes in there and says, hey, what can go wrong? What do you say, sore arm? Have you um, seen the amount of dead people? Have you seen it? Has your wife asked before giving consent to give She asked what the side effects are. Does she ask? I'm not sure because I wasn't there. It doesn't uh, matter. You're supposed to yeah. tell people this can happen. Now my kid, so you know what the prognosis is? You know what it is? Possible death within five years. 20% of people with myocarditis die. It is a permanent damaged heart. It is not temporary. He's okay, facing so a heart because of you. When asked to explain why the full side effects and essentially the most common ones are not being divulged, the pharmacist on the phone proceeded to explain that many parents might forego the, the getting the Jim Jones juice solution if they are made aware of the risk of injury or death. In other words, pharmacists are deliberately withholding information about the shots that might scare parents into skipping them. As a result, at least one little boy will never be healthy again and could very likely die within the next five years, as 
This is common occurrence with myocarditis. Let's listen to this. The public is slowly waking up to the reality that the COVID vaccines are depopulation bioweapons. Suddenly, since January of this year, 2022, the deaths have skyrocketed. The acceleration of excess deaths is just through the roof. And a lot of people who were previously swayed by the lies and deceptions of Anthony Fauci and others, uh, CDC, Dr. Walensky, and so on, they're no longer believing that. They're starting to question things. And I recently heard a recording of a, of a father, I believe it was in Australia, or it might have been Australia, but he was berating the pharmacist for vaccinating his seven-year-old son, I, I believe it was his son, who was showing heart inflammation. And this father on the phone was uh, essentially screaming to the pharmacist saying, why didn't you tell uh, my wife who, who took his son there, why didn't you tell my wife that this could cause heart inflammation? And the pharmacist on the phone said, well, we don't tell people that because it might discourage them from getting the vaccine. And of course the father erupts and begins screaming even louder, basically saying, what on earth is wrong with you? It's your job to tell people the possible side effects, not to withhold that information of harm in order to try to trick the maximum number of people into getting this medical intervention that might kill them. And of course the father is right. And his anger is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. It's just a small sample of things yet to come. And in addition to that, we have now insurance companies going public and talking about excess deaths, excess mortality. We have funeral home directors and funeral companies that manufacture coffins and things like that uh, saying they're amazed at the excess deaths and that at first they thought that, okay, all this increase in business was just people you know, dying early. So they thought the increase in business was going to level back out later. But now they're saying that has not happened, that the increase in deaths is accelerating. This isn't just sort of bringing into the present future deaths of sick people who were about to die. This is a whole new set of deaths that should not be happening. And the insurance companies are confirming that as well. So insurance companies are reporting deaths in excess of uh, 25% or even up to 40% above normal. Now, think about this, folks. In the United States, the normal number of deaths per day is roughly on the order of about, let's just call it 7,500 people. That's not exactly right, but it's close. Now, think about what that means. If you normally have about 7,500 people a day dying in the United States, and it's been that way for, for years, the, the, the number of deaths and the number of births have essentially equaled out which you know kind of makes sense in terms of demographics but with the excess deaths now if you add 40 percent to that across the population that's about three thousand people a day who are dying that otherwise would not die i mean three thousand people a day think about that number compared to let's say mass shootings which typically might involve killing of uh, 10 people or 20 or maybe with las vegas it was even more but the mass shootings pale in comparison to the excess deaths 
following COVID vaccines, you know, even if a jumbo jet were to crash every single day in America, killing, let's say, about 300 people, that would only be one-tenth of the number of people killed by vaccines each day and just COVID vaccines in America. In fact, the entire 9-11 catastrophe in, you know, September 2001, the the Twin Towers being brought down, that killed roughly about 3,000 people. That was considered one of the well, the most heinous act of uh, terrorism against the people of the United States, I believe, in history. And yet Big Pharma is doing that every single day. I mean, there's a 9-11 happening every day in America, and it's caused by vaccines. But you see, here's where it gets interesting. It's not just caused by vaccines. It's caused by the people pushing the vaccines. And so I'd like to offer you a couple of predictions here of where this is going. And just a disclaimer up front, I'm not, I'm not calling for any violence against anybody that I'm going to mention here or any group of people. I'm just saying that the, the backlash of anger from the fathers and the mothers, the parents, the survivors of this vaccine holocaust, the anger is beginning to build and it is going to erupt. It's going to explode over the next several months. And you're going to see, I predict, nationwide calls for mass arrests of pharmacists and doctors and vaccine pushers. And this will, I believe, include vaccine pushers in the mainstream media. And what's fascinating to me about this is that Alex Jones was sued by parents of Sandy Hook children. And according to recent court decisions in Austin, Texas, in in Travis County, Uh, The jury just decided that Alex should pay a total of, I think, $49 million, roughly, to these two parents. Uh, $45 million of that was punitive, and the other $4.2 million, I believe it was, uh, were actual damages. So $49 million is what Alex Jones is ordered to pay. Uh, By the way, that judgment's going to be substantially reduced under state law. The $45 million will be reduced to $1.5 million just because of of the law in Texas. There's a cap on uh, damages due to emotional distress and so on. But nevertheless, the judgment was 49 million plus. And the reasoning for that judgment was that Alex Jones said that the children did not die in Sandy Hook originally, even though he retracted that and apologized for it later, uh, even not very much later, uh, like a year later or something, he, he, he retracted that. But they said that he caused all this emotional pain and suffering and that's why he had to pay $49 million. What's fascinating to me is that that is setting a precedent to say that someone in the media, i.e. corporate media journalists, could also be sued by parents or siblings or children of vaccine victims, people who died from the vaccine, from myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes, what have you. And now we have the statistical proof that this is taking place. So this is going to be very easy to prove with expert witnesses and so on, that the journalists in mainstream media who pushed these vaccines on people, they could be sued, just like Alex Jones was sued. They could be sued for pain and suffering. They could be held guilty and ordered to pay hundreds of millions of dollars, or their networks could be sued. So one of my questions is, when will the lawsuits begin against the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, on and on. 
all the vaccine pimping media networks, which by the way, tend to be left-wing networks, under the standards of how Alex Jones was sued, are not these other networks complicit in the deaths and suffering and maiming of children? Shouldn't they be sued? And then on top of that, what about the pharmacists who push the vaccines, who administer the vaccines to children? What about the doctors? What about the nurses, the, the healthcare providers, the clinicians? Anyone who administered vaccines, my prediction is they will now be sued. And there will be protests against pharmacy chains like CVS and Walgreens and Walmart pharmacies and grocery store pharmacy chains and so on. There will be massive protests. There will be uprisings. There will be angry parents. There will be lawsuits. There will be legal firms that see this as a thousand times bigger than the big tobacco lawsuits. These are lawsuits against big pharma that would dwarf anything that's ever been done about big tobacco. Now, I hear you saying, but but the pharmaceutical companies have legal immunity. They were granted that legal immunity under the emergency use authorization that was put out there by, well, the FDA. And you are correct, except that, well, the, the indemnity is pierced in cases of fraud. So when there is criminal fraud or just actual malice and scientific fraud, in order to deceive the public or to deceive the FDA, in those cases of fraud, the immunity goes away. So all that has to be proven is that Pfizer, for example, committed fraud in misleading the FDA or that they covered up results they didn't like or that Moderna or, or any of these other companies it just has to be shown that they committed fraud. Then they are liable and they would be liable for so much in damages that it would bankrupt those companies, but their corporate principals, the, the CEOs and other top people in those corporations could be sued in civil court and brought to justice. And they could be emptied of every dime they ever made off this vaccine scheme, which is far worse than a Ponzi scheme. I mean, this has been, in my view, crimes against humanity that were carried out in order to achieve profits and depopulation. And you can bet that right now, the lawyers across America and around the world are beginning to salivate as the evidence comes out. Whoa, excess deaths, myocarditis, heart attacks, strokes, young people dying, children dying, but only the vaccinated and the vaccine did not even stop the infections. The vaccines did not achieve immunization because well, the people who took the vaccines, they're not immunized. The very term immunization means that you are immune to that thing. You're supposed to be immune to COVID if you took the COVID vaccines, but they're not. I mean, look at Joe Biden. Didn't he take all four or maybe even more of the COVID shots? And he keeps having COVID over and over again. In fact, most of the people getting sick today from COVID are people who have been vaccinated against COVID, which means the vaccines don't work. And if the vaccines don't work, how could you ever mandate them? There was already a settlement. I forgot where this hospital was located, but it was in the United States, a settlement, a $10 million settlement for the employees, the healthcare workers who were fired from their jobs because they refused to be vaccinated. So that settlement, how was that reached? Well, the hospital knew that if they didn't settle, they were going to be sued for much, much more.
because they discriminated against people. They violated people's religious rights to say no, or health freedom rights, or even their health privacy. Well, what happens when all these lawyers figure out that there are probably globally trillions of dollars to be had by holding the drug companies and the pharmacists and the pharmacy companies responsible for the mass death and suffering and maiming and depopulation that is resulting from these vaccines. How many billions of dollars is CVS worth or Walgreens or Walmart? Hmm? A nice juicy target, isn't it? Did they commit fraud? Did they claim that these vaccines were safe and effective when they weren't? Of course they did. Of course, all these pharmacies committed fraud. Did they administer the vaccines to children in violation of Nuremberg principles against running medical experiments on human beings? Of course they did. They were experimental injections, not even vaccines. They're mRNA concoctions, experimental medicine, and they injected children. We're talking about heinous crimes against humanity that are on the scale of Nazi Germany. And now the day of reckoning approaches. The parents are waking up, the ones that are still alive. The siblings are waking up. People are coming to realize the reality that these vaccines are damaging children and adults and senior citizens like nothing else, that this is a depopulation biological weapon and that the lies never stopped. So there's going to be a massive backlash. It's going to be a legal backlash, a social backlash, a media backlash. How many of these left-wing journalists that promoted vaccines are now dead or know somebody who died from the vaccines? Huh? Lots. And the number continues to grow. And how many doctors who push vaccines are themselves now dead? I mean, the number's got to be in the thousands and at this point, just in North America. Doctors are dying every day from these vaccines. And some are being maimed, survived long enough to speak out against it. A whole lot of healthcare workers who were damaged by these vaccines, but not killed, and they can still sound the alarm. And now this moment of realization is spreading. People are going to freak out in the coming, let's say 24 months, you're gonna see a massive backlash and the sad part is that the people who took the vaccines, many of them are already dead. They just don't know it yet because there's no way to reverse the damage that they're causing. At least not that we know of. There's no way to remove graphene oxide from the blood or, or reverse the DNA damage. I mean, not, not that we know of in some kind of reliable proven fashion. I know there are you know, possible theories about how to do that, but nothing that's been exhaustively validated. So, there's really no solution for the people who are being damaged by this. How angry do you think they're going to be when they realize that they took the vaccines, they were lied to, they're still alive, but they're probably going to die. How angry are they going to be? They're going to be angry beyond belief. That's what's coming. Thank you for listening. Mike Adams here, the health ranger, naturalnews.com. And you can. It's kind of hard to hear. Because uh, I have loved ones who took this. So, yeah. Yeah. It is not as though myocarditis is somewhere occurrence post 
injection for the Jim Jones solution back in April. As one example, a large-scale study out of the Nordic Europe, Denmark, Finland, and Norway, and Sweden found that getting the Jim Jones U solution, all right, massively increased one's risk of myocarditis. There are also tens of thousands of both children and adults in the United States alone who now suffer from heart and other heart problems as a result of getting the Jim Jones juice solution. To which the pharmacist, the Canadian father spoke to had nothing to say because she personally profits every time she administers another shot. Frustrated by the situation as the conversation progressed, the angry father became increasingly angry as the pharmacist had nothing to say back to him, probably because she knows full well of what these, that the Jim Jones juice solution is killing kids. Towards the end of the call, viewers beware. The man started lobbying insults and vulgarity at the pharmacist because his child's life is now ruined. At this point, I think litigation is the only thing that is going to prevent this from happening again, wrote one commenter about the father's threat against the pharmacist that he recorded. The call and publicly released it in order to sue the pharmacy that had harmed his child. If the people were dishonest or did not do their jobs required or not held or severely responsible, you won't be able to trust your doctor or any drug again. I hope the lawyers are quiet now, are quiet now because <clears throat> they are collecting data and names to add to their massive lawsuits. This is probably the biggest opportunity the legal profession has or will ever have to benefit mankind.